0: Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. on 1490 AM, WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, I'm Chuck and deb and welcome to biker life radio we're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today we have a fantastic show lined up just for you
1: biker life radio is for those who are inspired to ride and those who inspire others to ride we are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories that will help you discover your purpose find true freedom and define your destiny. Fantastic.
0: How about our sponsors today, Deb?
1: Today's show sponsors are Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you're ready to put your knees in the breeze, chins in the wind, seats in the saddle, then let's get rolling.
0: Let's kickstart this show, Deb. We're truly grateful that we've had such a busy week. As a matter of fact, we started off last week at the West Coast Florida Bike Rider Bike Night and it was fantastic. It was a good setup. Everything was nice. It was a lot of people came out and we just had a blast. We
1: had a fantastic time just talking to other bikers, seeing some beautiful motorcycles, taking lots of photographs, eating good food, and just having a great time with bikers.
0: Oh, yeah, it was great. And of course, the West Coast Florida writers know how to do it right. And they did it up uh, really good. And uh, Dutch is going to come up and probably talk a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. So we we won't dwell on that. What we're going to do on the show today is actually we're going to have Dutch come on here in a little bit. And then after Dutch, we're going to go right in to some of the people that we spoke to at Bike Night. You'll uh, actually sort of like uh, have a well, it's not going to be a quite behind the scenes uh, view of the Chuck and Deb show. Uh, um, uh, but it uh, you'll be hanging out with us at bike night, basically, is what you'll be doing.
1: It sounds like a great time. So it was a blast. And I'm so excited that we have the opportunity to share that with other bikers and get things out there for you. So it was a great time. If you haven't had a chance to get to a bike night, you certainly want to come out, say hello. And we're also going to be out at Thunder by the Bay. So you want to make sure you come out and see us there because we'll have lots more fun and, and enjoy visiting with bikers.
0: That's right. And just to let you know that every third Thursday is when the West Coast Florida riders have their bike night. So let's go back again to the Thunder by the Bay that's coming up, Deb, real quick. Go ahead and share with that, uh, share a little bit about that if you would.
1: Thunder by the Bay is a three-day festival happening down in Sarasota, Florida. You do not want to miss it. It's a festival of motorcycles, bikes, all sorts of things, bikers, um, but music too. And this year's lineup for music, I am so excited because next week, you want to make sure that you tune in next week. We're going to actually have Lucy, which is the head and organizer of this event, and she oversees all of the activities for Suncoast Charity for Children's, which is who this event is supporting um, as a fundraiser. And so I just am super, super stoked to get her on and have her share all about this event so you can find out all the details. But I know from the lineup of the bands, I am so excited because it's going to be a great weekend.
0: All right. We need to go ahead and turn it over to Dutch. So Dutch Van Austin is the author of Demons Rising, the The
1: story of the Wayward Wayward Scouts
0: and so we're going to turn it right over to Dutch and then we're going to right after Dutch we're going to go right into the scenes hanging out with with uh, Dutch Chuck and Deb at West Coast Florida Rider Bike Night so everybody enjoy and we'll see you next week or actually we'll talk to you next week
1: see you soon salutations
2: Ooh, I like that word better from the sound studios known as Dutch's Man Cave located in Suncoast of Florida And as stated, I am Dutch Van Alston. I am the author of Demons Rising, The Story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the Life Behind Bars book series. And I am raw and unapologetic, especially today. And I'm also the author of the soon-to-be-published book number two of the Life Behind Bars book series, Rebellious Youth, The Story of the Lost Child. I have a few things I want to discuss, so I probably am not going to get to a letter today. I know that makes two weeks in a row, but I have been busy, busy, busy in my last two segments, and I have just run out of time. Uh, I had a ball with my radio compadres over the last long weekend, Uh, first by attending the uh, bike night at Stottlemyers in Sarasota, Uh, and I have to give a shout out to the West Coast Florida Riders for their amazing job they did in organizing it. Uh, What started out as a Facebook social page, from my understanding, has truly grown uh, one of the founders, Christopher, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, Lamonde Riley. I hope that's right. If not, he'll let me know. Uh, he strikes me as quite a dynamic fellow and a natural marketer and, and such. And, and I know he has a co-founder, Lee, and um, I ought to give him credit as well. I'm not going to try to pronounce Lee's last name right now because I, I'm just not. Um, their catchphrase is, there ain't no party like a West Coast party. And they do live up to that simply by their organization skills and and their personalities. Uh, But that event was a lot of fun. We had the Flintstone Harley on display. We were gonna take the shovelhead as well, but in keeping with a shovelhead's reputation, we had wiring problems and the headlamp went out. Uh, (laughs) Poor Chuck wanted to ride it so bad, he suggested we duct tape a flashlight to it. But uh, neither one of us had any duct tape on us, so that idea went down in flames. Uh, Chuck, and myself spoke to some interesting people, and uh, the two of them recorded some good stuff, so I don't want to repeat a lot of what I know he has in store for the show. But we did meet a man named Rooster, and he was, well, hopefully never comes back, because he was absolutely hilarious and quick with a wit. And I don't want the competition. But as we were all bantering, we discussed running out of gas Uh, on the motorcycle, by the way. And it just seems so uh, puerile to me. I mean, that's Motorcycling 101, and it led us to discuss a very important piece of equipment, and that is the Petcock. Now virtually uh, everybody has one uh, on their bike. You simply reach down, often on your left, and you'll feel it. It's normally in the hang down position, but it's a good idea to grab it now and then and make sure it's where it's supposed to be. Uh, when you're running low on fuel, um, that is when you grab that petcock. Twist and wriggle it until you get it in the erect upright position. Because if you leave it in the hang down position, it's not gonna do you much good. But most of the time it's in the hang down position, so don't worry about that. But you need to know the importance of what a petcock is and what it does and how it can rejuvenate a gasping engine. Uh, When I was 12, is when I realized uh, the petcock's usefulness and learned what it could do and what it was for. My first bike was a mini bike when I was about nine and I had no need for the petcock like I did when I turned well 12 and uh, got a motocross bike. That is when I learned about the petcock. Up until then, I figured it was just a piece of equipment that had no special purpose, but clearly it does. When your engine is out of the juice that makes it go, the petcock, after getting it to stick up like it should, lets the power flow into your tank and zoom, you are off and running. And getting off and running is important. One of the dangers is that you don't use the petcock. It will get old and worn. It may not work as effectively when you need it. So the key is to keep it lubricated and use it. A lot even if you just have to play with it repeatedly and stick it up and then stick it back down and keep doing that until you know it's properly working. It seems odd that such a seemingly innocuous piece of equipment has the propensity to make you roar or shut down. So respect the petcock and its use and keep it in good shape. And always, always know where it is. But aside from that life lesson, we, uh, as always, had a ball. There was a picture of the three of us on my Facebook page, uh, the Life Behind Bars book series, if you would like to take a look. So let me move to the Gibbtown Bike Fest. Let me check my time here. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, that was in Gibsonton, Florida. This was just a small little town south of Tampa. I believe Deb had a business trip up north, a trip, a, a trip Chuck had planned on going on to, well, further... His career and his business plans, but he decided to stay back and go to Gibtown Town and drink beer with me. I feel he made the wise and astute decision. But we did wear two hats that day. We had a load of fun, but we shook a lot of hands, introduced ourselves, passed up business stuff. Uh, in Sarasota's bike night, I spoke with Rooster. In Gibtown, I spoke with Squirrel. Now, I regret not mentioning Squirrel prior to this because I met him in my very, uh, my, very, my very first book signing in Sarasota last summer. And to be frank, I was having fun with him because he came across as an odd fellow. I mean, he was just proselytizing to me about how Jesus was the first one-percenter on Earth, and he went on to make his case. I wasn't disrespectful by any means, but I was just toying with him, and we were just having this little tête-à-tête And I'm very good and quick with quips and such, but he was hanging in there quite well, and he didn't retreat from his theories at all. And I I confess, I saw him really as nothing more than what he presented outwardly, and shame on me, because I, too, am an extremely eccentric guy, and I don't think my intelligence and talent is projected outwardly to people when they meet me, um, simply because I'm so eccentric, which you all know is merely a euphemism for crazy, right? The old saying is the difference between eccentric and crazy is roughly a million dollars uh, in your bank account. But nonetheless, shame on me, seriously, for thinking I'm the only guy who's tattooed up, crazy, emotionally unbalanced, drunken fool, bad haircut. Uh, feel free to stop me anytime, Bubbles. Hmm? I forgot what? No, no, I didn't forget. But we need to watch our language here. We are radio professionals. And you... <laughs> And you got your shoes on the wrong feet again, dear. No, no, I know they're your shoes and they belong on your feet. I meant you have the right and the left. The left on the right again. Okay? All right, never mind. Try to don't, no. Stop pirouetting. You can still just look down and see your, never mind, never mind. All is good, okay? Anyway, I was mentioning um, how I thought Squirrel was nuts and uh, we had some fun at his expense, and lo and behold, we came across him at the Give Town Bike Fest. He entered a bike that he built, and I was thoroughly impressed. He's an extremely talented guy. I really enjoyed speaking with him and uh, seeing his bike. There's a video on my Life Behind Bars page uh, where you can see Squirrel for yourself. You can also see uh, his girlfriend who was modeling the various bikes. And, uh, well... I met a girl there too, so maybe I shouldn't call her girlfriend. It's an overstatement. There was definitely some good vibes and mutual energy going on between she and I. I mean, don't uh, I don't know her actual name, but she did pose for a picture with me and smiled. So I just assumed that meant she was hot for me. I mean maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I gave her that great line. Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I see. I mean, her pants didn't fall off after I said that, but I think she really digs me. I do. She gave me her number, and, uh, where is it? It was uh, 555-0000, so I'm going to call her later today, because I know by now she's thinking of me and why I haven't called her. We also ate at Famous Pee Wee at the Bike Fest. Uh, Chuck said they were too big for one person to eat. I forget in the grand scheme of things, although he and I have hit it off famously outside the radio show. We really only met about six or seven months ago, so he really is unaware of my gluttonies. And that burger, I'm telling you, went down quicker than a last-minute prom date. Uh, But work aside, we did. We had a great time. We really did. Okay, I'm right. There is not enough time to read a letter. I'm kind of uh, pushing my time limit here. So I will save it for next week. And please, if you want your question read on the air, private message me at my website. Let my parole officer know, the Chinese guy at the local buffet, something. Just get your message to me, and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Uh, don't forget to hit like on my Like Behind Bars series Facebook page. Uh, visit my website, www.dutchvanalston.com, and peruse my book that I am ever so proud of. Uh, I, along with the dynamic radio duo, Chuck and Deb, will be at the Ride Hard Saloon on Saturday, February 1st for a book signing sponsored by my good friend and a good man, Jesse. I'm not sure what last name he's using this week, so I'm just going to leave it at Jesse. Also, there will be a very talented writer in her own right, no pun intended, uh, B.B. Black, who has a YouTube show called Biker Chicklets. Uh, She's agreed to stop by and interview me and perhaps some of the regulars there at the Ride Hard who, by definition of being a regular there, are interesting people in and of themselves. I I look forward to meeting her and her old man. She is uh, uh, organizing some sort of author seminar called High Octane 2021, and she graciously invited yours truly to attend. Uh, Part of her marketing of this was to mention there will be, in her words, books, babes, bikers, and booze. I mean, she had me right there. You know, a few weeks back, I think I mentioned the five Bs, you know, the bikes, beer, bourbon, boobs, and barbecue. I mean, she had three of them right there. And I, and I actually may include books in my list and make it six Bs. I mean, I'm always open to growing, things like that. So she and I may think alike, but there is no reason to judge her negatively, please. Uh, we will also be set up at Sarasota's Rolling Thunder. Rolling Thunder. Geez Louise, not Rolling Thunder, although I've been there a few times. Once with a hot chick and once with three smelly, greasy bikers who didn't pack soap. Uh, Guess which time was more memorable for me? Hmm? Anyway, I met Thunder by the Bay in Sarasota. Uh, We will be there all weekend. We all promised we will remain sober, but we didn't call no takesies backsies, so we quickly took that promise back. But I do promise to be there, and I will be my ever-so-devilishly-charming self. And uh, that great weekend starts February 14th, uh, Valentine's Day. So come out and show some real love. So be there, buy me a drink, shake my hand, which you may want to think about after my in-depth discussion on handling my pet cock. But that's up to you. No judgment here. Uh, until next week, folks, remember... Men and women are different. When a woman says she went through a whole box of Kleenex watching a movie last night, it means something totally different than when men do it. And from my damaged brain to your ears, this is Yabba Dabba Dutch signing off. Oh, to the
3: music. Whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> all the time <laughs> oh she missed her calling there's no doubt about it the beer helps
2: ladies and gentlemen Mr. Christopher Everett you may not know who that is but here he is anyway take it away
4: I always use the tagline that she's rich and I'm famous, or she's both and I'm neither or something like that, <laughs> but uh, I, I do not play tennis. Racquetball, yes, but no tennis.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Keep rolling with it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Dutch and I went to breakfast this past weekend. Uh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Went for a nice little ride, uh, with about a half an hour, 45 minute ride. and. I could not believe that Dutch truly eats that much for breakfast. Really? (laughs) Or
2: drinks that many Bloody Marys.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And They were good.
2: (laughs) I wouldn't know. They went down faster than a last second prom date. Now, where did you guys end up going? Oh, I got to step back. (laughs) I
4: I don't know the name of it.
2: Uh, Sarasota. Green Building.
4: God
3: it
2: says breakfast. Metro, Metro,
4: Metro, Metro Diner. Metro Diner. Metro Diner, oh. Metro
0: Diner in Sarasota? Yes. Okay. Corner of
4: uh, Lockwood Ridge and University. Okay. Good stuff. Good Bloody Marys.
1: Good Bloody Marys. Okay. Have to make yeah, a note of that. And breakfast. So, how much did he really eat?
0: I mean, tell us, given him itemized uh, what he ate there. <laughs> itemized, <that morning. laughs>
1: itemized menu. I gotta
4: hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. There was bacon. There was eggs, because he had to have hollandaise sauce.
3: Oh, uh, I'm that right?
4: thinking that's a little on that's the. That's
1: fancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, was it pecans in your bananas? Ooh, yes. Wow.
1: For a little fruity, little nutty. and
4: what for bloody marys and two cups of coffee? Wow, that's about it. How many salads did he have? Well, you know, salads. How many salads? None.
1: Zero. Oh, okay. Just for that meal, zero. Well, that's
0: good. So it sounds like you guys had a good time, but did you just sit there the whole time and watch Dutch eat?
4: And harass the waitresses, yes. (laughs) That's my favorite part.
0: Of course. And how did did he take it? Uh. Oh, you said waitresses.
4: Waitresses. Waitresses, multiple. She was in the corner
0: crying within the hour.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that right? Oh,
0: the poor thing.
1: Well, then she must not be very good if she can't handle it. Very true. She should probably get a different line of work. That's right. (laughs) Maybe radio. Oh,
3: maybe.
1: (laughs) I wonder how crying sounds on the radio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder how crying sounds on the radio. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't either, so... (laughs) (laughs) I stepped on the scale again this morning. (laughs) That's how it sounds. Okay, now we know. (laughs) That's just it.
0: You won't have that problem anymore if you do one thing. And what would that be? Get rid of the damn scale. Don't step on the
3: scale. <laughs> Jeez.
2: I, I. That's not a bad idea.
3: <laughs> Why do
2: I step on that thing? It just like exacerbates the whole depression I have going. <laughs> yeah, no. What what you need to do, Dutch, is uh, get a picture of Superman and cut the head out and
0: put yours on that and put that in front of your mirror every day. And eventually, if you look at that every day, one day you'll wake up looking just like Superman.
2: I already have that picture, but it's on my bedroom ceiling right now,
0: so I
1: don't really <laughs> want to discuss why.
2: It's really nobody else's business, but, well, that I said is, too much. That just, is your business for sure.
1: It sounds like you're still visioning that, though, one way or the other.
2: Thank you for pointing that out.
1: <laughs>
2: Chris, go ahead feel free to step
0: in any time.
3: No, I it's don't a free-for-all, it. man.
1: No. Well, I do want to just kind of lay the foundation because we are at Stottlemyre's Bike Night with West Coast Florida Riders. And uh, it's been a great event, and there are still motorcycles rolling in, and we're so excited that Chris, I had no idea Chris was going to be here, so I'm excited that he showed up, and a uh, local hog chapter member, and it's just been a great time, so...
0: Yeah, it's got a really good turnout here. We got a lot of bikes out here. Fred's out here. Dutch can tell you all about Fred being out here and, and
2: our little adventure on the way here today.
1: Well, I think that's we, worth we talking about. we tried to
2: bring my uh, wonderful shovel head, but uh, the light went out, and we decided that that wouldn't make much difference driving here, but uh, going home in the dark. Chuck had a brilliant idea, which I think he's probably going to regret. He actually just wanted to tape. A flashlight to it. <laughs> I did hear that on, comment. It be a bright
1: idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very good. I like that. It was a bright idea, except that yeah. it wasn't. But
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and interestingly enough, when it happened, Dutch pulled over. He wanted me to pull over sooner, but I couldn't get my foot on the brake fast enough. And so we pulled over just another block ahead of where but- Dutch wanted to stop. But right where we pulled over, we were right smack right in front of a Vanity County Sheriff uh deputy
2: yeah he looked very yeah. busy so yeah. yeah
0: i mean he just out there i think looked at us watched us the whole time
2: i think he was probably just pointing and laughing yeah
1: <laughs> and i had no idea i blew right past you not even realizing that you had pulled over on the side of the road so i was way up on the highway and got the call the problem was the loose nut behind the handlebars <laughs> and that didn't change I, I didn't see any loosen
2: up behind the handlebars <laughs>
0: <laughs> what yeah. was interesting though is that when we left and when we took off when we finally took out of that parking lot about three or four cops did you notice they started coming from all directions and so I don't know where they were headed but it was strange that you know there's a donut shop down the road Oh, okay.
1: That's
3: <laughs> and a waffle
0: house
1: <laughs> that's right yeah. there was a waffle house there is a waffle house that's for sure so, so now little, where do we go? Talk a little bit about the bike now. Well, what's the rest of the adventure? So you can't just leave people hanging. What the heck did you do about there the light? Come on. The, what do you mean, what did we do about the light? There
0: was nothing we could do about Oh well. Did you Dutch ride down the with the
1: no headlight?
0: No, okay. we didn't.
2: Dutch will tell it. We, we went straight. We took we took a page from what France has done over the centuries. We just surrendered immediately. <laughs> we just parked the bike at Chuck's house. He took his bike. I took Fred. And here we are. There That's you go. That's it. That's how it happened, just like that. Yeah. And you can't prove otherwise because there's no evidence. (laughs) There never is. Why is is there never any evidence?
1: We'll have to make plans to make sure that the shovelhead comes, though, to a bike night so everyone can come see it because it's a pretty cool bike.
2: It's a definitely cool bike. It is. Oh, yeah.
1: i got to try it. And Chuck might
2: want to mention that when we took it to his house, uh, suddenly he was like, gone in 60 seconds.
3: <laughs> he got
2: a, he 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 grabbed that throttle and I could I could see him smiling in my mind's eye and he was just gone. Yes. Yeah, there's some good curves up in there. I, I wanted to see how well that bike
0: could handle it and it handled it real well and there was no no I didn't have to worry about scraping any pegs like after on my bike and I could have really probably taken that a little bit better too but it, that was it just It handles very well considering the loose nut behind the handlebars. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice the loose nut. That's crazy. I said i wouldn't have been riding it if i saw a loose nut behind the handlebars I mean, it was a
2: crazy nut behind the
0: handlebars <laughs> jeez i mean come on like that's not cool you should let curves. me know things like that right yeah I mean, if there's well, a crazy nut behind the handlebars
2: that's what you have
0: deb for she should point that out to you
2: oh okay
1: well i left you guys in the dust so what can we say well, i don't know
0: anyway so it was exciting dutch was not very happy so, But with, with the best part about this whole thing is I got a new motorcycle in the garage, Deb.
1: I was going to say, did you find a way to bury it in there <laughs> yep, we're gonna so have if there's to, no way he can it But it's probably not ever it's getting not out. It's not coming out, yeah. Yep. Well, maybe you have to fix Annie before we can let the shovel head go. So there's got to be a good number four in there.
2: And I did leave the key in it, too.
1: Oh, even better. So now I might be able to test ride the shovel head. There's no odometer or anything, so I won't be able to know. Wow. (laughs) And he gave all the secrets away. I love it.
2: Deb, if you can kickstart it, you can take it for a ride. Well, now we know that no girl can ride a shovelhead, right? So I don't have to worry about that. Is that true? Why? (laughs) No. Oh, my
1: gosh. The usual unflappable, smiling Deb looked at me like she was going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Did he just challenge me to test ride the shovelhead? I think so. And turn it over. Yeah. All right. Sounds like to me.
3: <laughs>
2: Thanks for having my back again. And while you're back there, would you take the knife out?
0: Actually, I think it'd be a good idea because if if she gets on it, she rides it. I know there's a good possibility I will get one.
1: Oh gosh, not that motivation again.
0: Yes, you got to have that kind of motivation. You got to know where things can lead. I I, I better not say anything. <laughs> You'll just have that
2: giant beep button through. Nah, and I'm not going to say it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Somebody needs It'll, to it'll say sound
3: something.
2: like one of those Jerry Springer episodes, you know.
1: And Well, I don't know that anyone noticed your comment about tonight's bike night on Facebook because you did a couple of blanks, fill in the blanks. Chuck based on Dutch's episode and yeah, I, mean, I have yet to have anyone really take us up on filling in those blanks.
0: I can't, I know I did that but I was trying to think what what I said the other day, I don't remember. Well
1: Dutch's line after. Yeah. How dare there be a motorcycle started. I know, I what know. is that all about? I mean don't they know That's so recording? annoying. I mean <laughs> oh, I know who that is. That's Oops. actually one of my students from this weekend's class. Oh, her okay. husband on the oh, chopper. Oh, so somebody came over and waved at you, and that's who that is. Yep, the the, the chick beside him. Yes, yeah. yeah, she was in my class this oh, weekend. Well, good. You should
0: invite her over here. Why is she leaving the bike night already? Who who is? I is don't they know. Getting the picture taken. You should invite her over here. Who is Deb, and Talk to her. Yeah. We want to hear. We want to. Uh, we want to talk
1: to her about uh, your like training skills. Now. So. They're heading out. If she wasn't heading out, she just waved to me, oh, and I just—we okay. were talking. So, oh, drawing time. There's a party going on. So that was the one. You can see her husband's got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. That was the one that had the agreement if she took the class and passed the test that he'd quit smoking. And you see how well that worked. (laughs) (laughs) As he pulls away on his chopper with a cigarette (laughs) hanging out of his mouth.
0: So I don't know if everybody caught that, but I guess everybody here did, right? Apparently the reason she was taking oh, there's a problem. That's not our audio. That's not our
1: audio, no. I, I didn't hear it. So she had taken my class and her agreement with her husband was if she took the class and passed that he would quit smoking, and he just pulled off on his chopper with a cigarette hanging out <laughs> of his mouth. So you see how well that little motivation worked. And she worked. passed because she obviously passed she's on a motorcycle. <laughs> That's right.
0: So I guess it didn't work out like she planned. No,
1: not quite like they agreed, it's it so unusual
2: because usually we men don't lie about anything. Ever, <laughs> I agree with that. I, well,
1: lying about lying Chris, does that count. Chris, back me up on this
2: one.
4: I'll try. I agree on that one. Yes.
1: <laughs> See? See? Uh, lie about nothing. Okay, I got it. Sounds good. Well, we have to make sure that we hear the raffle in case we win a leather, jag- a oh, yeah, leather jacket, a Harley Davidson leather jacket. We or something. have to be
0: here this time we to do, win. Last time one. when we won the trip to uh, Key West, we weren't here. Correct. But and the trip, it, but this you time do it's... not
1: have to. This is not the trip drawing, this is okay. a leather jacket. So you don't have to be here to win the trip to the Carolinas for Tale of the Dragon. So.
2: Do you really want to live, relive your Key West nightmare? <laughs>
3: well,
1: no, not the riding part of it, please. Yeah, really, no, the riding part not. was terrible. Yeah. Everything about? else
0: was fantastic. Met some good people. They're here tonight. Yeah, some lots of them, of so them are good. here
1: tonight. We were able to reconnect. We've got to connect yeah. with Lou. We, uh, we have a pretty good him.
0: spot here, uh, but we did have a lot of bikes pulled right up in front of our booth. So not really a lot of people are coming up to the booth and more walking in the street. or the Not the street, but the uh, parking, parking lot. lot, right? which is actually the street for now.
1: And look, there's a whole other crew rolling in.
0: Yeah, what's that? How many bikes are coming in there? That's a good-sized group. Yep,
1: it's a group. So everybody's real
0: quiet here? The music's back. I'm not a big talker anyway, so Dutch, you you can just keep talking. You were last night at the bar. (laughs) I think it was
1: a big laugh. I couldn't shut
0: you up. Damn it. See, that's why I'm not drinking anymore.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) anymore for a little while
4: or any less that's
1: true <laughs> good point chris good point
3: yeah not, anymore, not any less it's Crazy. really pretty
0: bad but you don't remember what happened
2: well there's video evidence trust me <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> was that before or deb get came it's going uh, I, I think to the barmaid's going to use it against you in the restraining order she's filing <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. who's who's doing that uh, the barmaid. Oh, the barmaid. barmaid. And the two guys across the counter. <laughs> and that poor old lady <laughs> trying to go into Subway and just buy a sandwich.
1: <laughs> the two guys are us, calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad uh, nobody
0: knows what we're talking about, especially me. I'm glad they do.
1: It's funny. All right, I'll explain that one later. Subway. Someday. Don't get me started singing Barbra Streisand again.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I think we better get that on record. Go ahead and do it, Deb. No. Dutch was very impressed with it. And then Chris, Chris can Chris sing Chris hasn't him. heard it yet. We need, just to hear, an, we need to have Chris We sing absolutely
1: something. need to have Chris. He just did a new song today on Facebook, and I think we need yeah, to we put it out on see the page if we today. can um, get that on the radio and use it as a song for the radio show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We,
2: we need you to do a jingle
1: for us. Yeah.
4: Not a problem.
1: All right. <laughs> not a problem. I love that, Moy. Impromptu, let's go.
2: Does anybody want to hear Deb's rendition of People by
3: Barbra Streisand?
2: No. Well, we do. Yes, they do.
1: No,
3: they don't. Now, doesn't she
0: look like Barbra Streisand? Don't start this stuff again, man. (laughs) I'm a beautiful
1: version.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A star
0: is born.
1: No. (laughs) Hey, here's
0: what we can do. Deb, you can go ahead and start it, and Chris can join in with you. With his wonderful really? voice. Oh, okay. So, you you know, you guys go ahead and do it. You do the countdown and have at it. All right. This might be the
2: time for the rest of you to grab a drink. <laughs>
4: yeah, there you go.
1: What are we doing? What song? Singing people,
3: people who need people. He can't hear you now. Are you got it? the luckiest people. <laughs>
1: in the world. In the world. <laughs> he, he took it. He took it and ran with Go it. Ahead. Take it from the top now. All right. No, I don't know anything else. That's all I know.
0: That's all you need to know. That's all the audience needs to hear.
1: All right. I know. Please, let's stop. Please, Deb, stop. One, two, three.
4: People, 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 loony loony people, people. are the lucky.
1: People,
4: people in the, the world. world. Very nicely <laughs> done. Good rest. harmonizing. It
1: was good harmonizing, I <laughs> that must was say. Good. Very good. All right. Man alive. Sorry, but the luckiest people in the world are
2: the ones who put the mute button on right before that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know I love you for some reason, Dutch, but not that. I guess that. we
2: did lose some listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris
3: yeah thank you chris that was great harmonizing
1: great harmonizing
0: now we're back down to zero
1: (laughs) we went from one or two to zero that quick okay oh there's more power to go what kind of uh Ride and joy. What kind of bike is that? I can't tell.
4: Well, I guess I could add that my singing, I was on stage in Sturgis and opened for Foghat with the Army Volunteer Rock Band. They're called the Volunteers. Okay. And uh, they they started the show uh, with a tribute to the Vietnam Traveling Wall. In Sturgis, at the Broken Spoke Saloon, opening for Foghat.
1: That's a, that's
0: super
4: cool. And you, actually, did you sing? I got up on stage and sang with the volunteers. That is super too cool. cool. What you guys sing? Uh, there I sang uh, Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash.
0: Okay, so why don't you go ahead and give us a sample of that?
4: I hear a train a coming, it's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since well, I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, time keeps dragging home. That train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio.
0: Fantastic, man. I would have been loved yeah. to see you that perform that live. So that's really cool. You hear
1: that? that we was got a great. celebrity here. That's right, a, a real celebrity. celebrity.
4: I've sung in Key West, I've sung in Daytona, uh, Sturgis, uh, Detroit, Saginaw, Michigan. And uh, are you in in with any local bands now?
0: Currently, no. Because I heard Jezebel wants a male singer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding.
3: I don't really know that. If you're (laughs)
1: listening, Jezebel, you know, Chris is is available.
3: Yeah. Yeah. For duos, right? Right. For For duos, yes. yes. What do they call
1: it? He can yeah, harmonize. Right. Yeah, he did great harmonizing. So, oh, yeah. yeah, could be a good addition for <laughs> Jezebel. I agree. There you go. So we got we put, put the word out there for you, Chris.
0: You know, if anybody wants to pick Chris up, all they got to do is contact or Chris will give you his information. That's yes. right.
1: He is a star on it, the horizon.
0: That's right. So if you need more samples, he's more than willing right now to move forward and <laughs> s- tell us what else he's got. I mean, you know, this is how a star is born, like you said earlier this is how stars get you know they, they they found we've had tons of stars that we've created here on biker life
4: radio I, dutch for instance
0: that's exactly right <laughs>
4: <laughs> no please don't sing dutch
0: <laughs> yeah he's he's just he was the first one but there's been many that we've been able to un- keep not keep well yeah you can tell i'm not telling the truth because i'm stuttering on,
3: then we got chris no here
0: no, there's always pressure. <laughs> Whenever you're behind the mic, there's pressure. <laughs> Especially when you don't have no talent like I don't.
1: He's not talking about that kind of pressure. Chris. Step
5: up here, Chris. This is Chris with the West Coast Florida Riders. Thanks, Chuck and Deb, for having us. We truly are honored by your presence tonight here at And My name's Chris. I'm one of the founders of West Coast Florida Riders. Ain't no party like a West Coast party, y'all.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, thank you for having us because we That's love right. being out here. Yeah. You guys got a great turnout tonight. It's wonderful. It's hopping, man. Yeah. Good so it's crowd. a good time, as always. Yeah. And if you're not here, if you don't get out here for this, you don't know what you're missing. That's yeah. right. That's Definitely. really sad, too.
5: Speaking of, don't know what you're missing out on. So tonight, Attorney uh, Frank Hosha sponsored a uh, giveaway uh, for a uh, leather Harley jacket, and then also on the June 10th through the 14th, I think, uh, we are doing a uh, ride to the Tell the Dragon. All. Expenses pay trip sponsored by attorney Fran Hosh. You get your tickets at all of our events, uh, five dollars each or five for 20. Thanks, attorney Fran Hosh.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Frank's a big contributor to the com- biker community, and we, you know, everybody appreciates Fran Hosh. So, way to go, Fran. That's awesome. Now, I hope that turns out because Chris was real close to the mic. You guys notice he yeah. he wasn't, it was he's real wild. close yeah. to
1: you now. Yeah,
0: yeah. we'll try to get just in case it doesn't turn out yeah. right. It's about that far. All right. Because, Chris, I know you're used to yelling in the mic.
5: Yeah, I have to yell so people can hear me. <laughs> I'm not yelling. It's just toning my voice. Try to keep, it green, keep it right there? The green, yeah. All right. There you go. That's How's right. that? That's, good. How's, That's that? good. How's that? How's that? There we go. Yeah, All, right. All right. What do I say?
0: Whatever you feel like. So right. the you drawing that happened. you've got All going right. on. <laughs> the, draw- the
5: drawing for
1: Tale of the Dragon.
5: Yeah, the Tale of the Dragon. So we're doing a, um, a ride to Tale of the Dragon on the 10th of June through the 14th. Sponsored by Attorney Fran Hosh. Uh, we have t- a couple cabins rented it up there already and in Blue Ridge, Georgia. We're going to leave here, right up there. Uh, if you win, we're going to have multiple winners. Probably three, four winners. Uh, you, you get your fuel paid for, you get your lodging paid for, you get a food stipend and it's all sponsored by Attorney Fran Hosh and you could be one of the lucky winners. Probably a couple of months ago, uh, Chuck and Deb were one of the lucky winners
1: we were a winner winner chicken dinner absolutely right so, so that was a great time, time. To Key West. Uh,
5: we, we had a blast with the Key West ride that they wanted to do it again so here we are um, Thanks Chuck and Deb for having us. You guys are awesome. It's always a good time having you guys here. We love you right. guys, man. We yep. really do. Thank you. And uh, the trip was phenomenal. So
0: this next trip is even going to be grander. Because they're only going only, to get better get and better. they better
1: and better. That's right. So,
0: you know, and what you're doing is you're con- contributing to a good cause. Right. And then you can win a... Whoops. Beep.
5: i got to make sure I beep that out of there. All right. <laughs> I got some. Ain't no party like a West Coast party, y'all. See you All later. All right. Woo-hoo. Thanks a lot,
0: Chris. All right. Hey, come back anytime you want.
3: There goes a big wheel. There's a big wheel.
1: Yeah, that's a Corey Souza. Looks like he's uh, shaking Corey's hand right now. So, pretty cool stuff. Nice bikes, I'm nice. telling you. Yep. One day, Deb, yep. one day you'll buy me one of those. I've already bought you a couple. Now it's just time for that.
4: Well, if you want something else for recording, my wife actually got me started into riding, riding motorcycles. She showed up on our second date riding her Yamaha, and I had been against bikes all my life, and. I figured if she was going to be a keeper, I'd have to learn how to ride because I wasn't going to ride much. So,
0: (laughs) Well, that's an unusual story. Usually, it's
4: the other way around. Right. The following year, I got my endorsement. She bought me a bike off of Craigslist to see if I'd like it. I loved it. She bought me a 2000 Harley Dyna. Nice. uh, Wide Glide. Obviously, because I need that. <laughs> and uh, it was about a month and a half after that that we went to Sturgis for our honeymoon. That is fabulous, that's man. A great what a story. story. Yeah, I idea. You had, hear that, no so idea. it can
0: happen to you too. That's right. <laughs> you can fall in love with somebody that's a biker. Yeah.
2: Right. How come it doesn't happen to me, then? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's because you keep
2: rejecting everybody, Dutch. <laughs> Notice the pause in Chuck, Chuck's answer. He didn't know how to answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to say it because you're just so pathetic, Dutch. Go ahead, you can say it. You can say what you're thinking. No, I would uh, never say such a thing. You're such a cool uh, dude. You could say what you're thinking, though, because
1: we know you're thinking it.
0: <laughs> Actually, there's not anything up there, Dutch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that small voice with no words coming out. Maybe
2: Cookie will come back from last night.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, I don't even know about the cookie incident. Does Deb
1: know about the cookie thing? You don't remember Cookie? You don't no. remember Cookie? No. Oh my. He's There's a, a lot he I in missed bad out shape.
0: on.
3: How long you know? it? Was I nice. You don't remember something. Cookie?
1: It was those
2: darn smoked drinks.
3: You, you remember the woman that those. came in
2: and, and put her tongue in my ear and said that she loved me, and then <laughs> and then you rejected her, probably. I rejected her because I yeah exactly. That was just the, it was.
0: she an It was, an, ask it was an amoral thing to, thing to do.
2: I can't I can't be part of that.
0: So she's probably asked you before she did it first. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been all right after that. <laughs> No.
1: You really don't remember the whole Cookie thing? You really are. Me serious? yelling across the bar, well, saying, Cookie, come back. That. I remember you yelling he it talked across the cookie.
2: bar.
1: <laughs> he talked to Cookie beside him all night.
2: <laughs> in the cookie chair. was yet another imagination that I had. <laughs> yeah. Another woman that I made up in my head. Okay. Well...
0: You know, I don't know if you're aware of this. You don't have to make it up anymore. They've got these
1: really lifelike dolls. <laughs> is that our new sponsor, Chuck and Debbie? <laughs> <laughs> Only Chuck knows about it. He researched the company. <laughs> I have no. He question.
2: researched it thoroughly and yes, thoroughly, thoroughly every week and every other
0: night. Well, what I need is a sponsor to send us one that we can review.
1: He kept telling me that it was a big job. It took a lot of effort.
2: I, I, I'll, I better let that go.
1: <laughs> but, you know, the nice thing about
0: it, you can always put her or him, uh, I guess that would be your choice, on the back of your bike.
2: Sure. I, I'm not really sure why you had to specify and him on the back of my
3: bike. <laughs> well,
2: you know, I don't know of anybody's personal preference these days. So I, you, have, you have to be politically correct. This this is sad but true. <laughs> Trust me, I am all about the fake women that I make up in my head. <laughs> They're probably the best.
3: They do. They don't, the best.
2: they don't give me any grief. That's right. Yeah.
0: They put their tongue in my ear and they never even met me. I know. But you rejected her anyway.
2: Yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't, that's pretty pathetic. And
4: even my own fantasies, I lose out. <laughs> <laughs> so if they leave you, that means they take half your brain? <laughs> And that was the only half I had left, too.
3: Uh, If a
2: zombie walked by me, he would starve to
3: death. (laughs) Oh, geez. That's
1: funny.
0: Yes, this is what happens behind the scenes. We're actually being uh, quiet today because of last night. Uh, Last night was really rough for some people. And,
2: And let me tell you, it started out with Chuck saying... We could probably make uh, the end of happy hour if you rush over to, uh, what was it, 60 East? Yes. Yeah. So the plan was to just go and have two drinks, and happy hour is going to be over. And I'm not really sure, but that, you know, the best laid plans and all that. Yeah. And Chuck introduced me to a new drink, and what, what the heck was it again? Yeah, do you remember? I think it was an old-fashioned, right? Wasn't not it the naughty by nature? No. No. Oh, my know. gosh. Should I tell that story? Yeah. Oh. For the love of God. Oh, okay. There we go. Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> There's so much noise today. I I, I was going to be the first one there, and Chuck said, "Order me a quote-unquote naughty by nature." <laughs> now, the whole concept of a drink called that just perplexes me and scares me. <laughs> and I thought for sure I was going to be walking into like this joke. I was going to walk in and order it, and like these rainbow flags were going to drop down or something <laughs> like that. But it's an actual drink, and Chuck actually drank it, and proudly. I think I drank several of them. Yes. Well, then we switched over to a man's drink that had bourbon in it. Oh, now, hold on a second,
0: because <laughs> that, it, even though the name doesn't sound very manly, it's a manly drink. It has mango, which I'm not too... Oh, you should have started out with mango. You know, a, all you right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It has tequila in it. It has, it in has
6: it. mango in it.
0: I
3: know. That's
6: not <laughs> it's, convincing.
0: It's tequila, and then it has um, jalapeno bitters. Yeah, oh. and it is really good. Really? And, man, that'll get you going.
4: Chris wants to say something. My father in law just planted a mango tree in his backyard. He has 19 mangoes oh, on man. his tree. Oh. And we've got tequila. There you go. And my wife and I make a bread and butter jalapeno
1: Ooh, that, sounds that awesome. I think
4: might go really good in that drink. Yeah, and, don't you, and
1: Chris? We're going to have to try that. I think. Yeah. We've got a party coming up. Yeah, I was going to say there's, special come, so I don't I think know if we're allowed to say it on the radio or not. So.
4: That my wife is turning 50? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Sure, we can yeah. say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think that might be a perfect time to like do that at the party. Aha. Uh-huh. That sounds good. All right. Sounds like a good time.
0: Yeah, I'd love that. That sounds awesome.
1: Yep.
4: I, we used to live up in Michigan, and my next door neighbor had this like 75, 80 foot tree, maple tree in the backyard. And there's a picture of me standing at the back fence, cyclone fence, with my arms up on the fence. And the neighbor is out of the picture. And there's this like 15 foot section of bark that fell off the tree and is leaning against the fence. My wife posted on Facebook. there's Proof that Chris can talk the bark off a tree. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That's a good That's one. Good. And
0: uh, I know we were somewhere. Uh, my, you know how I naughty by nature. Yeah, we did the naughty by nature. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Judge was going to go over, and we don't really know the uh, the name of the drink.
2: What was it? They set it on fire.
0: I, I, I'm pretty sure that it was an old fashioned, a smoked old fashioned. Fashion, it think smelled it like it. a bong from the
1: 80s when <laughs> she lit it up. That's all I remember. It was smoked. She smoked. They smoked.
0: Uh, she burnt uh, rosemary, rosemary and put it on the inside of the glass, and oh, then wow. just made, I think, just a regular old fashioned.
2: How extravagant!
0: Oh yeah. And the thing is, those kind of things, those drinks mess with me, and I should have known it. Usually I can only have one of those, because it's that that, that smoke does something to you. Sort of, you know. Yeah,
2: blame least, it on the smoke. I, hold on. I said to you, it brain. actually does something to me. Yeah, blame it on the smoke. It wasn't yeah. the bourbon, right? Yeah,
0: well, it wasn't the 11 it, shots it, of bourbon. It was the It was the, the smoke. mixture <laughs> of all that, including <laughs> the bitters and all the other things they put in that old-fashioned. They put different kinds of bitters and things in there. It's different than drinking a... Uh, a uh, Jack and Coke, because you don't have all. You got all these bitters and things you don't normally drink that but, are going in your system. But any of, of
2: these system. drinks are designed to like have one or two. That's not what you did. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did I do? True. You had more than one or two. <laughs> yes, and you, that's right. That was my point. Do you is remember I, your
0: algebra? I only had one of those. You had like two squared or cubed. I thought you had multiple
3: ones. Yeah. Multiple you know, ones, and, multiple and then, then I went
0: from tequila to bourbon. That wasn't probably good
2: either. Right. I tried. I tried. I really did. Uh,
1: yeah, I saw that. You twist did? Twist my arm. Oh, twist my arm. My arm
2: still hurts because it was twisted so much.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: That was a good time.
6: What can you say? But The, uh, the improv up in um, Tambler. Yeah. Very good. I appreciate it, bud. And
2: you're, you're right off the cuff too, which is hard to do.
6: Which is Yeah, because they give you, when you do an open mic night at a comedy club, they give you like five or ten minutes and anything over and above that you earn on stage. Okay. If the, if the crowd's in it and laughing, oh, you get to stay up there for as long as you can keep them laughing. Oh, well, that's cool. So, yeah. I have two young sons, or they're 18 and 20 now, but they gave me all kind brain? of material. My old mic. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Oh yeah. Being a dad, you get to get some I material. Got a, I, my sons are two years apart too. Yeah. They're 33 and 31, but they were 18 and 20 once, believe me pet cock on Oh god that was good too. I know we're gonna find it at twelve and had different reactions.
6: <laughs> yes. You know what I think happened? I think when you started teasing Chuck about his pet cock, yeah. he he had the stop by he
3: probably did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
6: okay.
0: So, anyway, so we got RJ here from the West Coast Florida Riders. He's uh, joined their group, and, and you were just telling us before we had a little snafu here that you ran out of gas, and we just found out from Bobby Bosch that, that you guys just missed, but it's been three
6: times, RJ? Well, like I said, the first two times, I don't consider it actually run out because I was able to switch over and keep going and find a station. Mm-hmm. The third time, I switched over in the morning on my way to work, parked at work forgot all about it riding home it hit me oh man i gotta find a station about that time it shut off
0: oh and man
3: so,
0: but, well
6: and then the last time you sent out a message to the west coast florida riders and i did i posted on the west coast florida rider facebook page that i was stuck on a corner of 301 and 30th broke down out of gas and uh i swear i hadn't put my phone down i got off my bike i went to get my helmet out of my uh, bag and set it behind the bike on the road you know yeah. the the international bikers I need help you know <laughs> but uh one of the members pulled up six or seven other members texted me fantastic I mean, there so many people just uh, ready to help Wow, that is great,
5: man. In rush hour
6: traffic. In rush hour traffic. And that's
0: what's really good about the West Coast Florida riders. And that's not the first time I've heard of them doing things like that. Matter of fact, I've seen it before on their page. They've done some pictures. So talk about a real group. I mean, helping each other is just absolutely amazing. Right on. Hey. And, and, and you know, I, don't, I got a little tip for you that might help you. You know, uh, down on the side of your bike, there's like a little gauge or something. It's uh, a little petcock. Pe- pet I, I thought was, that was on the front of your seat. Yeah, there's, well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> so there's like a little line on it, and, you know, so what I will do is reach down and I'll, you know, touch the line to make sure it's pointed up, the
2: petcock. Gotcha. And Dutch is over here. He hasn't said a word at all. I don't know what that look well, is. I, I don't know what to say other than uh, you're talking about your your petcock, and there's a line in it, and you're touching it, and you're playing with it. I just, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit?
0: Well, I'm, I'm what you guys would call the straight guy, so you guys are supposed to figure out the rest.
2: You mean you're straight, but you play with your pet cock?
6: Do straight well, guys play with their pet it's cock? It's not gay to play with your own pet cock. It's when you play with your friend's pet cock that makes Valid you in
2: trouble. Yeah. Valid point. All right. <laughs> I mean, if you reach over from bike to bike, I
6: think that's frowned upon.
2: Well, that's the only part I heard Chuck say was that he talked about reaching down and turning his pet cock up and. Yep. Yeah, just feel, feeling the little feeling the petcock while it's sticking up and there's a little line that's you know what that line is right N- well it's that's just like a
3: gauge i would imagine
2: <laughs> <laughs> well it's a gauge yes exactly <laughs> what's the
6: difference i mean
2: <laughs> it's definitely going to measure something at some point in time there it there depends go. on how long you play with that petcock all right how long is a petcock good for? Oh, I don't know.
0: I'd imagine they're good for quite a while. I mean, I guess they do go out like anything else. Well, I'm
2: 55, and I learned that I had a petcock when I was around 12. So mine's go still going strong, sort so, of. I hear if kind you put a little maybe. purple peel in your gas tank. Your petcock will go forever. Oh, is that right? It's,
6: it's like more than you... four hours. You got to consult a mechanic. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the older you get, the more you need that mechanic, don't you? Amen. Uh
3: huh. <laughs> Yeah, I love it.
2: So, and then somebody talked about
0: you know, um, you know if you know about, about handling those kind of things and what
2: might happen or what might handle. Yeah, if you keep, I mean, if, if, if you're running out of gas, does fondling the petcock help rejuvenate the gas and the motor and does it keep it going? Speaking from experience, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that keeps it going is actual gas. Actual gas. Okay. Actual fuel. So nothing, nothing to do with touching the petcock repeatedly over and over again doesn't help put gas in the motor and keep it going. It makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> the petcock the pet gas. I heard a rumor
6: okay. that Butch here has a book. Oh, yeah, that's true. Who's Butch?
2: Well, you look just like a Butch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I get your name wrong? It's it right. really close. Everybody does. It's I tattooed point. on my arm, though. See? But it does look like a bee, so that's okay. Dutch. Hey, that's me. Oh, look at hey, that. My apologies. Here comes Chris Everett with a beer. That's all right. Everybody does that. Alright, thanks, Chris. All right, get some beers going. Just don't around. call me what my neighbors call me, all right? Okay, you got it. I'm which guessing is, it's which is good. hey you get out of my bushes. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Meyer like we know it fired up. You don't have to rev it seven times. <laughs> Let us
3: <work. laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah you, you, your neighbors they really love you quite a bit
3: you My neighbors those, hate
2: my guts but you that's got all okay. those flags and motorcycles I and do they, they not everybody can love you buddy I am that neighbor that does not get invited to the block party and all that kind of stuff <laughs> and they usually have it down to the next block so right I don't even show up then <laughs> what, what I thought was interesting he actually got a letter from an HOA yeah they yeah they yeah, they. it was from the HOA up the road though that was the odd thing. they said don't ever move here exactly (laughs) we hate you so much we want you to move out we're kicking you out even though you're not under RHOA we'd like to buy your property (laughs) we'd like to buy your property burn it to the ground and pour something over the ashes so nothing ever grows
0: there again there you go (laughs) (laughs) well this has been a great talk we actually did have a little snafu earlier where we did capture it was all naturally when we first met rj and it's been really fun time meeting with rj uh, We missed a lot of good laughs unfortunately because the the recording wasn't taking place so we're just going to try to get better and better and uh, we're just glad that rj stuck around to chat with us a little bit
6: longer oh yeah you're looking down go ahead Well, what does rj stand for um that's my initials roland jr Okay, um, but what's the name tag saying on your vest? The rooster. Rooster, so we're rooster back there. Rooster because thing, right? <laughs> every time we were at a bike event or something, one of the guys I was hanging out and camping with out at uh, Cabbage Patch at one of Daytona's bike weeks. So I would wake up extra early in the morning and start making breakfast, revving my motor, getting everybody awake. And they're like, what are you, an effing rooster? And it just stuck from that point on. You gotta love it, man. That's great.
1: So that means he's literally my pet cock. <laughs>
6: There you go. Who's she again now? This is Marita. She's my girlfriend. We could have security remover if, if she's bothering you.
3: It's
6: getting close.
3: <laughs> How long have you known her? what I say?
2: Three minutes? Four minutes now. cause it's been a minute, right? Is that usually the length of the time that women can stand to talk with you? Is that that's, that's about it. That's all they can handle.
3: <laughs>
2: what do you do with your four seconds, Dutch? Oh I give I give all the women in my life the best four seconds of their life.
3: <laughs> you just want a brand new car what's up,
6: there's Chris the best four seconds the of best life. four seconds of their life
3: there you go
6: yeah, that <laughs> reminds me uh, you know, I was dating a girl the other day and uh, I told her, I said, did you know having sex is equivalent to running two miles and she says, who the hell runs two miles
2: in 23 seconds <laughs> <laughs> You do 23 seconds, you are my hero. Right on, buddy. You are the stud master. Damn. I hit 24, I'll be this one's for Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's gonna say, who the hell is Dutch? <laughs> and why are you in Why I better not say that <laughs> <laughs> I, don't the, I don't want the whole beeping sound, never mind. Right on. Yeah. We had that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were saying earlier, let me like a Jerry Springer show. Beep beep, yep, beep, yep, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Beep, beep, beep,
6: beep, beep, beep. That's awesome. Oh, well, yeah, pet cock.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, Chuck, thanks for having me, man. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for joining the page. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you for so much for doing this. Absolutely. And any, next time we're ever about, always, please come over. We always want to have you back. You're great. You're humorous. Maybe we'll get you on the show sometime and you can crack some jokes
2: with Dutch back and forth.
6: That well, would be great, it. Rooster. Yeah. He's a fun guy to joke with. Absolutely. Yeah, he is. You are
2: too, my friend. All right, all right man. Good you all here. have a wonderful evening. You too. Yes, all right. Thank you, man.
6: Take care, Chuck. Thank you. Good meeting oh, you, man. Have a good night, bro. Thank, Thank you.
2: Behave yeah.
3: right. yourself. You guys have a great day. <laughs> <No, no, laughs> you've been listening to Biker Life no. Radio with Chuck
0: and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 a.m. WWPR We thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week